This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Good Humans Podcast with me, Cooper Chapman, chatting to the world's best about the inspiring stories that got them to where they are today. Hello, all you good humans, and welcome to an all-new element to the Good Humans podcast. This is the 1% podcast. Every week, we're going to be bringing you this on Tuesday, and it's always going to be less than 1% of your day, which is 14 minutes. I wanted to have another platform that I could share some insights into mental health that I find interesting, but also to bring a bit of light to the 1% Good Club. And for those out there who don't know what that is, the 1% Good Club, these accountability groups that I have with the Good Human Factory over on Instagram. So every single day, I send a 10-minute guided meditation to the groups, and every single night, every person who's active wants and wants to join in sends three things that they're grateful for for the day. And it's a really good way for us to all stay accountable to dedicate, yeah, just 1% of our day to our mental health. So in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about a few great little stats from the 1% Good Club. Each week, I'm going to talk about how many gratitudes were written in by the whole group. Right now, there's 25 groups. There's about 700 people, about 200 of them active every single day, which is really cool. And then I'm also going to talk about a certain topic that I find quite interesting and relevant when it comes to mental health, whether it be talking about curiosity, whether it be talking about mindfulness or different techniques when it comes to mental health. But I feel like I've got a lot of different interesting things that can add a lot of value to your listeners out there. And then I'm also going to bring a resource that I find quite interesting each week, whether it be a book, another podcast, or just something that's really educated and inspired me to pick up a new skill when it comes to mental health. And then I'm also going to throw in a little excerpt from the podcast coming up on Thursday. So to kick off today's podcast, we're going to do our little stats for the week when it comes to the 1% Good Club. So over the last week, out of the 25 groups, we had 1,416 gratitudes written in, which is amazing. This groups, These groups have been around for just over 200 days now, and every single week, it blows my mind how many people write in their gratitude. So yeah, this week, we hit 1,416, and every week, I feel like this is going to grow. So anyone out there who's part of the 1% Good Club and listening, make sure you try and write your gratitudes in each week, because it's going to be cool to try and build on these numbers, but it's also going to be exciting to help grow the good humans 1% Club, because I think it's a really important thing to a lot of our lives. I also want to champion a certain couple of people that wrote in some really cool stuff during the week. So for this week, I've got a little one from group 25. We had a girl called Shannon just wrote into the group saying she's grateful for telling her parents that she's pregnant after 15 months of trying, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And then the support shown by everyone else in that group has been really cool. So big shout out to Shannon and congratulations on the baby on the way. And then another one I wanted to read out. This is a new group member from group number eight. 
Her name's Jess, but I'm just going to read out her gratitude because this one was really special to read. So her gratitude for the day was having a roof over my head. And then I gave a homeless guy a chocolate bar I bought whilst I was in the shop today. I don't like to give money in case it doesn't go on food. He was young and didn't look like any trouble and something in me just took control. I didn't even think about it until his eyes lit up so surprised and I couldn't and he couldn't thank me enough. I sort of scuttled away and just responded with an okay and smile. I got in my car and just wept. If you could see how grateful he was for this little chocolate bar, I instantly thought of this group and I cried my way home. And then she also said, managing to organise a couple of productive things for work and a cosy bed where she can relax and feel safe and cuddle her French bulldog. And then the support shown by everyone else in that group after reading her gratitude for the week was absolutely phenomenal. So big shout out to Jess in group eight for, yeah, that little input. So yeah, everyone who's part of the 1% Good Club, big thank you so far for getting involved and dedicating 1% of your life to your mental health or 1% of your day to your mental health because, yeah, I think it's something that we should all be trying to do. Also, if you're new to this podcast or if you haven't joined the 1% Good Club and you want to join... All you have to do is send the Good Human Factory a message on Instagram and say, I want to join the club. As I said before, there's about 700 members now. We've got 25 group chats. You'll be added into an individual group that has about 25 to 30 members in each group where, yeah, as I said, every single day there'll be a new 10-minute meditation sent in the morning and at night, three things you're grateful for, chain that, yeah, it's a really good way to stay accountable and to implement some really good little things into your life. On to my little topic that I want to talk about this week, and that's confidence. Confidence is something that I've had an interesting relationship with over time. Being a young professional athlete, at times I found it very difficult when moving from a domestic stage to an international stage to try and build confidence. And confidence for me, yeah, has been an interesting journey, but there was one moment in my life that really, I think, helped me with my confidence. And it came from a quote from a book that I really took a lot from. So the quote was, the act of confidence comes before the feeling of confidence. And for me, that was an interesting thing to hear because something for me when it came to my childhood, I got told when I was quite young that I was really bad at storytelling by somebody who was quite close to me and that smashed my confidence. I found it so, so difficult to, for one, just tell stories to people, but it also really hurt me and made me find it really difficult to public speak and get in front of people and talk. Whereas now, obviously I host a podcast and I also get up and do workshops in front of kids at schools. And yeah, for me now, public speaking is something that I really enjoy and I enjoy the challenge and I enjoy the fear that kind of comes with it. But when it comes to confidence for me, I find it's, it's really difficult to have confidence in something when you're trying it for the first time. And so often we don't do something because we, we're scared we're going to be bad at it. And I think when you have that mindset, it's very hard to even give something a go. And the way I like to look at it now is you're generally going to be pretty average at something every time when you try it for the first time. So when I go into things with that mindset, it makes me go, huh, you know what? What's the worst that can, What's the worst thing that's going to happen? I'm going to be average at this. I didn't know I was how to do it anyway. But the way that I can be maybe as best as I possibly can be trying something for the first time is just to go in there acting confident. So when you're trying to do something new next time and you're really lacking confidence, try and go in with the mindset the act of confidence is going to come before the feeling of confidence because so often when we're trying something, we're waiting for that feeling of confidence before we leap into it, yet it generally doesn't come. So 
the way I like to think about this, because like, the first time I heard about this was from a pro surfer and he said to me when he was trying to surf big waves, he was in so much fear and then he was like, now I just throw myself over the ledge, catch the wave and deal with the consequences after and try and be completely present in the moment. And then, yeah, he went on to talk about that quote of the act of confidence comes before the feeling of confidence. So now whenever I'm getting up on stage to public speak, whether it be a small group of students or a large corporate group, I just go up there and almost tell myself, yeah, I'm confident and own it before I even go and do it. And then as I'm in the middle of doing something, the confidence feeling generally comes later. So yeah, next time you're having a bit of a weird one with confidence, try and really think about that. The act of confidence comes before the feeling of confidence. So that comes from a book that I thought I'd share because this is where I read all about um, this confidence stuff. It's called The Confidence Gap by Dr. Russ Harris. It's all about from fear to freedom. So I'm going to read a little blurb out from the back of this book because I think it's a really good one for anybody to pick up, anybody who's lacking confidence. Yeah, it's a really good way to try and train your brain into overcoming those fears and jumping into things. So the blurb says, is it a lack of confidence holding you back? It's time to get out of the confidence gap. We all know what it's like to get stuck in the confidence gap, whether it stops us from embarking on new relationships, forging ahead in our career, or pursuing other goals we hold dear. A lack of confidence often stops us in our tracks. In this book, you'll this book will help you build your self-confidence and in doing so, pursue your dreams. Using scientifically proven acceptance and commitment training techniques, Dr. Rux Harris will help you to gain long-lasting confidence, identify your passions, and create a, tr- a life that is truly fulfilling. It contains practical tools and strategies, clear and inspiring mindfulness-based approach, and based on, yeah, that acceptance and commitment training. So highly recommend going and grabbing that book. It's one that I really got a lot from because something, yeah, that I've always found quite difficult is to overcome that confidence gap. But reading that book really gave me a bit of an insight into why our mind works the way it does when it comes to confidence and also gave some really, really helpful techniques and skills to overcome those barriers when it comes to being confident with things. So yeah, I'm going to leave in the show notes a little bit about the confidence gap. Um, But yeah, that's kind of what I love to hear about that. And the last thing that I'm going to do in this little 1% pod each week is throw you to a little snippet from a podcast that is coming up on Thursday. This podcast is going to come out obviously every Tuesday. And then on Thursday, we have our awesome Good Humans guest episode. So this Thursday, we have a great friend of mine called Solly Bailey coming up. And here's a little excerpt from it. And you just turn up at an event after 24 hours of traveling there and you lose first heat in ordinary conditions. And you're just like, fuck. I just like, why, you know, you just want to like, like there's times where I just cried. Like I was just like pulling my hair out going like, this is freaking ridiculous. Um, but then, you know, you do have those times where you win or you succeed and, and it's just like, it's like, you just feel amazing. You're just like, this is the, this is why I do it. And like throughout my career, I think I've slowly, it's so hard to do it because but you just got to take some of those highs and, and hold them there tight in your chest and go, um, when it's low, like I'm going to use that little bit of high and go, I know it's there. Like I just got to work hard for it. I've got to just get there. And you just got to remember like it's the process and the journey. It's not necessarily the results. So that is from Solly Bailey, who is coming up this Thursday on Good Humans podcast. Very good friend of mine and has some really, really 
great stories to tell about the time that we had on the road as young professional surfers and then also the journey that he's on now. So big thanks to everyone who's tuned in. This was the first 1% pod. Obviously going to be bringing you a whole bunch of different topics over the coming weeks. And yeah, hopefully you guys can get involved with the 1% Good Club because that's what this podcast is all about, to bring a bit of light to the amazing people who are dedicating 1% of their life to their mental health because I think we can all agree 1% of our day should be able to be dedicated to our mental health. So yeah, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on Thursday. This has been a Wellbeing Network podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 